This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Van Dees joining us here at Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Well, I welcome you inside the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle. It is your choice. Where you have it repaired, choose Capital Collision Center. Big show coming up today. We're going to talk a lot of hoops. Brandon Day will join us, Helen High boys coach. Uh, the Bengal boys on a little bit of a roll as of late. Uh, we'll talk to Katie Garson-Forba about our Capital Girls. And uh, Steve Keller will join us coming up in just a couple of minutes to talk about winning 300 games at the uh, collegiate level. And... Uh, also with the Sean Clock, we're going to talk to him. And baseball, we're going to talk a lot of uh, stuff today. Uh, uh, walk off on this day in history, much more. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com. Go to JasonWalkerShow.com, our Twitter handle, at JWalkerSports. You can also get a hold of us, uh, 406-209-1267. Thursday, we'll talk to Jerome Sowers, scheduled, it appears, the new head coach at MSU Northern. We'll talk to him, so looking forward to that. The opening segment of the Jason Walker Show is brought to you by our great friends at uh, Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry. Three distinct divisions so you can create the log home of your dreams and your budget. Milled log packages, uh, also uh, handcrafted in timber frame. And basically, anything that fits your budget, 50-plus years' experience, and the best craftsmen available in the state. Go to yourcustomlog.com for more information, Montana Custom Log Homes. All right, so uh, we start today um, with some bummer news for me. I lost Montana Sportscaster of the Year uh, from the National Sports Media Association. It's voted on by your peers. You get nominated by your peers in uh, November, the final vote goes out in December, and uh, congratulations to uh, Bobcat announcer Zach Mackey. Um, it's, I've won it a couple times, twice, 2013 and 2016. It's a great honor just to be nominated by your peers. Uh, this was the seventh time I was a finalist, um, and I lost. So I'm, I'm feeling a lot like Grizzly football right now. Uh, I won twice in the finals, and I've lost five times because I've been into the finals seven times. So I'm two and five. I'm like the Grizz football team in championship games. But congratulations to Zach. Like I said, it's, an, it's a great honor to be award, uh, nominated by your peers. It's a great award. Uh, it's like the 63rd year. It's the longest-running sports media association in the uh, country. John Lataski of uh, the Billings Gazette, 406 MT Sports, uh, was also the uh, Sports Writer of the Year for Montana, his first award. So uh, congratulations to those two. It's well-deserved for both of them. Um, I'm just I'm just bummed. It's been a long, it's been a rough couple of weeks. I lost my fantasy football championship game by three points. I lost, um, which cost me a couple hundred bucks, maybe 300 bucks. I lost my... Uh, I lost the award for Sportscaster of the Year, all in the same week, by the way. This was announced today, but it was finalized a couple weeks ago. And then the cast lost. I mean, it's been a rough few, you know, it was a rough week. But we're okay. We survive and move on. Uh, Speaking of moving on, (laughs) uh, I'm bummed, like I said. These two awards right here are from Sportscaster of the Year. So I would like to have added a third there, maybe next year. But it is validation for being out on my own and being uh, doing this on my own. So thank you to the, our great listeners who keep this show going, our fantastic sponsors who keep the show going and uh, always looking for more. But um, appreciate you all. Uh, so baseball, 
a shot clock, and eighth graders being allowed to play varsity sports other than football. That was uh, the big news that came out yesterday, the MHSA's year-end um, or yearly show. And uh, we've talked a lot about the shot clock. We'll talk about it with coaches coming up, including Steve Keller, in just a couple of minutes. But baseball, there's some questions I have. I mean, I love baseball. It's my favorite sport. I wish they would have added it back You know, when I played uh, baseball in the late 80s, early 90s in Legion and stuff. But um, it is a, it's a fantastic deal. For kids, and I think it, you know it's it's awesome. My questions are, okay, facilities. Where are we going to play? Now it's up to each school to add it to decide if they're going to add add this, but add baseball. But where are you going to play? Because a lot of the, uh, like over in the Bitterroot, the Missoula Mavericks won't less won't let the Double A schools use the the Legion Field unless you know they pay for it. So there's that. Same with the Bitterroot Bucks. Where are the numbers going to come from? Right? And we talked a little bit about it yesterday. There's you know dwindling legion numbers across the state, so where are you going to get school numbers now? For varsity, let alone maybe a JV team. You think Butte Central can form a team? Maybe? Do you go to Butte High and make transfer? And the biggest one for me is umpires. Where do you find umpires? We already have a shortage of officials, football, basketball, wrestling, all these officials across the state. We have a shortage nationwide, really. But now where are you going to find umpires for baseball? A couple of questions that uh, I think need answered. So uh, if you have any ideas, you can let me know there. 406-209-1267, at Sports on the Twitter. Um, but anyway, just a couple questions. So over the weekend, uh, Steve Keller picked up his 300th career victory. He was our uh, Auto Concepts Performance of the Week yesterday. And I got a chance earlier to talk to him before he headed off to practice, and he joins us now here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline to talk about his Argos and what it means to get 300 career victories. Well, Coach, it's uh, it's been a while since we chatted, but uh, it's always fun to talk with you. Congrats, by the way, on 300 career victories at the college level. Um, that's pretty special. It means you've been around a long time. Well, that means I'm old. <laughs> I, I guess that's a polite way you're saying I've been around a long time, and I have. And, you know, it was kind of a, you know, a milestone for me, but um, we really needed to win the other night, whether it was 300 or not, and and our guys found a way to win, so I was pretty happy about that. I had a lot of my family you know, there, but then I found out afterwards they didn't even know, so <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, but, yeah, you mentioned the 300. It comes at Rocky, a place pretty special, you know, Billings in your heart. So just being down there in, in general was a was a cool experience, I'm sure, for that. Well, yeah, and, uh, yeah, I, I graduated from Rocky. I grew up 50 miles from there, you know, lived in Billings a lot, and, I have three sisters that live there, and um, so yeah, I had all my, I have most of my sisters. There, three of them were there. My brother was there. I had some nieces and nephews there. There was a lot of people there, and I just, I guess, I forgot to tell them that I was going for three hundred. But <laughs> I didn't really want to bring that up at all. I just wanted to get that out of the way. When you get to that point, like like you said, you just want to get out of the way. You don't want to stick around. You don't want to like sit on that number for a while. So how nerve-wracking is that? <laughs> you see it happen all the time. It was nerve-wracking and I I never said a word to my kids. They had no they had no idea. So you know, you've seen different things, you know, and um at every level, you know, it's just sometimes it's just hard to get to that number that Everybody wants you to get to, I guess, or a milestone or whatever it is. So, yeah, once it, the pressure went off, especially on me. <laughs> uh, we're talking with so you get to thinking that maybe you're not going to get another, another <laughs> win this year. Oh, you know better than that. You're a good coach. You can get those kids to do a lot of things. Uh, Steve Keller, our guest here, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Um, you've got, like, I think 910 combined wins now or something like that between high school and college. Uh, you going to stick around to get 1,000? I think that's going to take too long, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, it's been amazing. I've been pretty fortunate, and and, I, and I've said it, or you know, you don't 
I don't care how good you are. If you don't have good players, you aren't going to win basketball games. You know, you can do a good job coaching mediocre guys and get a few wins here and there. But, you know, the difference between guys and win is players and, you know, have good players. I've had really good assistant coaches. Um, I got, you know, Mike McClain's helping me right now and Tyler Hurley who played for me. So I've had ex guys who played for ex players who have helped me coach. So a lot of coaching. Uh, and I thought about knowing I was going to talk to you today and a lot of good referees that were <laughs> reffing. So there, I said it. I, I like that. I like that you threw that in. I appreciate that. Um, and some of, some of our friends in the refereeing industry will appreciate that as well. Uh, Steve Keller joining us here, the men's Providence uh, basketball coach. You mentioned good players. You've always had great ones, whether it was in high school, Western, or or at Providence. And uh, one of the ones I want to chat about real quick is the guy you you didn't know if you were even going to get. I mean, nobody knew where he was going to end up. But Brendan Howard coming back home to Great Falls and is going to finish his career as an Argo. Um, and he had a pretty big night in your, your 300th win, too. Oh, absolutely. And I didn't even know that was a possibility, um, you know, that you could play at one place the first semester and another place the second semester. But, um, you know, looked it up in the rule book and, um, you know, he wasn't happy there and he got his release and, you know, looked it up in the rule book. He's friends with some of our guys on the team and it was a, you know, it was a natural fit. I, you know, it would have been nice to have him at the beginning of the year, but it didn't matter how much I had him, you know, he's a big time difference maker uh, when he's on the floor. So now all of a sudden, you know, our team going from, Hey, we're, we're we can be really competitive, you know, but now I think we we can really compete and we got a little more size and he does some of the things that we've been missing all year long. Marcus Stevens, another one of your great players up there. He's just had a nice career in an Argo uniform. How special has he been this, this season? Oh, yeah, he's carried us. You know, he had 38 or 9 one game that helped us win. And, you know, and then the other night it was, uh, you know, a lot of two-man game with him and, and Brendan, you know, and they their chemistry together is really good already, you know. And so, yeah, Marcus has been really, really good for us for two years. And, um, you know, he can stay another year because of COVID if he wants. But I got some other guys that – are really good students that can graduate, so I don't know if they're going to stay or not yet. But that's just, happens. And that's a weird deal because you always have a bunch of kids on the roster having the JV team and all of that. But also, I mean, there's got like, what, 35 guys on your roster, I think, <laughs> it seems like. We had 34, yeah. 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 And some of those Maybe. can stick around, and you know, it's, it's just crazy because of the COVID year. Um, yeah. Talking with Argos men's basketball coach Steve Keller here, Jason Walker Show. Shot Clock introduced an MHSA yesterday. You didn't have it when you were a player or a coach, but how important is it that Shot Clock is now coming to Montana high school basketball? I think it's huge. You know, I, I'm, I've been an advocate. I haven't said much about it because I haven't been asked much about it, but why not? We try to do everything else you know, rules that the college uses and, you know, and there's, it does, I've won a lot of games stalling. I'm not going to lie, you know, with no shot clock and wish sometimes when I'm playing at this level, we didn't have one, but um, yeah, it just makes you, it makes you coach different. You got to have termination plays, I call them at the end of shot clock. And I I really believe it's going to help. Now I I know the skills are down, but now they're going to have to, try to pick up and, you know, because the bad part, I guess, is if the team is not very good and, you know, they could control, you know, the score different differential, you know, by holding the ball a little bit. But so it, it could be down. But I just think if they're doing it across the nation. Why aren't we doing it? No, I completely agree. And, uh, you know, as a, as a media guy, it's been harped about for as long as I can remember because especially around tournament time, that's when all the media members are, are griping about it on the social medias. Why don't we have one? And it's finally here. And you bring up a good point, Coach, too, is the skills are down across the across the country, thanks to SportsCenter for over the years, I think. But this is going to make everybody a better basketball player, too. Well, I would think so. And, you know, we try to do everything – 
we try to practice uh, game speed, I call it. And, you know, when you got a shot clock, you, you have to speed up your tempo. You, you know, there has to be more of a sense of urgency to get a good shot and things like that. So, um, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think we've been long overdue, and um, I think people will enjoy it. A couple final quick questions for you. They also introduced baseball. You were a big baseball dude in high school, right? I played college baseball college for three years, yeah. actually. Yeah, I love baseball. I, I, I would I would love to coach baseball. I mean, that's one of my favorite sports. And, yeah, I I kind of like that. I know some of the Legion teams are worried about that. But, you know, let the, let the teams that can have it have it. And it's, it's about giving kids the opportunity, you know, this – we're in this COVID era too, you know, and we have to forfeit games and things like that. And I don't think we should have to forfeit games. I, I think we should be allowed to try to make those games up. Or last year we did no contests, but for some reason we decided they're all going to be forfeits. And, you know, we've had to forfeit one, but then we forfeit the Western and then they had to turn around and they had to forfeit two last weekend. And, you know, some team, other teams have had to forfeit. And it, I just want the kids to be able to play. You know, and I don't know if we're ever going to get back to normal, but it's frustrating. Well, yeah, as close to normal as we can. Uh, what's up for the Argos uh, this week and, and moving forward? How do you see the season portraying or uh, projecting out? Uh, we go to Northern this weekend. There Thursday, we go to Northern, and then Saturday we're at Western. So two tough uh, road games. Western's a very good basketball team who's just come off of no games last week and. You know how Northern is. They can beat anybody in every given night. You know, Carroll and Tech are definitely um, the two best teams because, you know, they got a lot of their guys back that are fifth-year guys, and at least a bunch of them have been in there for four. And um, so those are the teams we're, we're looking at. We lost 10 to Tech and 8 to Carroll. And um, the 8 to Carroll was the first game Brendan was with us, and he, you know, he just – he never got to practice either because he got shut down. And, um, you know, so we, we had, since Christmas hit, we've had four practices where we had 10 guys. So, wow. and three of them were last week. So <laughs> this week we get a practice five on five. We did it yesterday. And so, um, but yeah, Carol and Tech are the good ones. They're the ones you have to compete with. I'd like to think that we're going to be in there now with Brendan. Well, you got a long way to go. I mean, you're only two and four in conference, so that's what six. You've got nine games left. You could win out and win the whole thing. Well, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I can ask in this league, but you know, you can always hope. I I know we're not going to be, you know, we're not going to be an easy out now, you know, and um, and our guys will compete, and I think we got two guys who can, you know, score thirty, which they did yep. this last weekend. Well, as long as the other team doesn't score, you know, have three guys to score 20, then, you know, that evens out, right? Isn't that yeah, how you do the math? Guy. If our yeah. guys – you told me that last year. If your guy scores 10 but our guy scores 18, then something like that. Yeah, it was as – as I'll tell you how my guys think. They only think that they got to outscore the guy they're guarding. Right. They don't think they have to guard they got to outscore Well, that's why you just play zone, and then they have to guard everybody. I know, and I should do more of that. <laughs> no, you know, I don't take coaching advice from me. You've got 300 wins. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> hey, uh, I know you got to run to practice, but uh, appreciate the time. Congrats on the 300, and we'll talk down the road here this spring. All right. Thanks a lot, Jason. That is uh, Providence men's basketball coach Steve Keller joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home, it's your auto, it's your life. Mike understands that. Get a hold of him. Mike Miller State Farm in Helena. Uh, yeah, Providence men. Congratulations, Coach Keller. 300 wins. He's 910 wins counting high school. So uh, that's impressive. That's really impressive. Uh, I don't, at any sport, and I mean, across the country, that's impressive as well. So congrats to him. All right, quick break. We'll uh, come right back. We're going to talk with Katie Garson Forba, get her thoughts on the shot clock. She was a part of the uh, committee that wrote the proposal. We'll talk to her about it. How is she going to solve baseball issues in high school? Find out next. Oh, and we might talk a little Capital Girls basketball. Jason Walker Show. This opening segment brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes. Check them out, yourcustomlog.com. They are uh, veteran-owned and operated along with woman-owned and operated along with family-owned and operated, and uh, they make you feel like family, yourcustomlog.com. 
Com. Coming right back, Katie Garson Forba joins us next. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm Agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup. Salad and Nacho Bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rucker's Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rucker's, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rucker's Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Listen to the Jason Walker Show anytime and anywhere. Download the Jason Walker Show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. You can also go to jasonwalkershow.com anytime. For any of our previous shows, you can watch or listen. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. My wife's uh, got a our, our little one, uh, her bed there. It's a full-size bed, and she loves it. Took a couple of nights, but she absolutely loves it. It is a very comfortable bed that we got from Rutgers Furniture. And, uh, man, if you get it, if you need to get one for your kid or just you, Rutgers Furniture has great, great beds. And they'll deliver, which is even better. Uh, let's see what's coming up. We're going to talk to Brandon Day here in a little bit. Helena High boys picking up a couple of big wins uh, so far in, in 2022. But now we are going to talk oops with Katie Garson Forba. She is the coach of the Capital Girls, who uh, went one and one over the weekend. Um, at it's a tough road trip uh, going up to the Flathead Valley, taking on Flathead and Glacier. Also, uh, got a they're going to host Crosstown this week. It'll be a little bit different, and uh, we'll get her thoughts on that as she joins us now. Here on the Jason Walker Show, courtesy of the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, Coach. It's been a couple of weeks. I missed you. How how are you? 
I'm good. Things have been busy, but it's good. It's just we're getting into the heart of season, and yeah, it's, you know, I haven't been adventuring like you recently, but you know, it's, it's I've been traveling around the state in the school bus, but you know, we've had way more fun. But no, life has been good. Basketball it just keeps rolling, and we keep getting better. Well, that's all you can ask for uh, at this point in the season. You're only a couple of games in the conference play, so you're still trying to figure yourself out, basically. Oh, absolutely. We're young, and we still have some useful moments. And this group hasn't really played together a whole lot. Um, but, you know, we had had some great moments of just, you know, when things really click, it's going to be a dangerous combination. And it'll be really – it's exciting to see those moments, you know, kind of get bigger and bigger and the lapses of, you know, not playing as well together, getting smaller. So it's – I think I think we're starting to, you know, see things come together. And I'm excited to see where we're at, you know, even a, a month from now you know, headed into postseason, what we can string together. Well, you know what's cool, too, about the Western AA, and we'll talk about the other team here in a second, is, you know, for a while it was Sentinel, and then it was Helena High, and then it was Capital. But now we've got Flathead, and Flathead seems to be back after a long hiatus. And, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a team that, a school that has seen a lot of struggles. You go up there, give them a challenge after beating Glacier, uh, but fall to Flathead. But how cool is it to see another team in the AA now that is competitive and it's not a guaranteed victory anymore. Oh, for sure. And I think that that's pretty consistent across the Western side of it this year. Hellgate is obviously super talented and they've got a lot of experience and they're kind of a, you know, kind of unique group and just, they returned everybody. Um, But it's a battle between every other team. And I think that that is really the first time we have seen that, um, probably since I've been coaching, where every game you got to show up to be able to win, and it's super competitive. I think that we're going to, you know, spend the season beating up on each other, and the teams that are peaking at the right time will be the ones, you know, at the divisional tournament to have the success. But, no, it's it's really cool. I mean, it's, it's going to make us better as a team, knowing that we have to go into every game with the right mindset, and it's not just the, just the gimme. Um, every team is going to play well in battle, and there's some talented kids, you know, all across the Western teams. Which is great too, because it just—I think it makes everybody better in the West, which then helps beat the East. Uh, whoever comes out of the West is going to be very, very challenged and uh, game hardened by the time they get to the uh, state tournament. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. And uh, you know, that was one of the things that I talked to a couple of the Western or the Eastern coaches about. Of just you know, this the strength of schedule across the entire West is definitely uh, you know different this year in a good way, and um, it's it's going to add to. You know, just every game is really important, and it's going to make teams better down the, down the stretch, I think. How good is Flathead this year? They're, you know, they're talented. They've got a couple really talented players that at any given night they can, uh, you know, score big numbers. And I, they're another team they've played together the last three years. And so they only have one senior that, that is, you know, a pretty important player for them um, that they'll graduate. And, so they're they're going to be good for the next couple of years, and they're long. I think the biggest thing about them is they're they're tall, they're long. They start three girls that are six foot and above, um, and they're they're athletic. And so yeah, no, they're they're uh, you know a fun team to watch, not a fun team to play against. But <laughs> you know they they definitely they'll have their moments, but they should be a very competitive team coming out of the West. You're one and one on the weekend. Pleased with that? I mean, anytime you go on the road in the double A and get a split is uh, it, it's pretty good, I think. Absolutely. I think that the Kalispell trip is a really hard trip because it's a quick turnaround. The mental prep is tough. You prepare for one team and then the next day you got to turn the turn page and get ready for, you know, the, the next opponent. And so I think that it's really good post uh, postseason experience for our kids that haven't necessarily been in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um so no, I thought I, I thought our flathead game was one of the best games we put together all year, which was great. Uh, we finally kind of strung together a full 32 minute game, and we had a few really good opportunities. We had Jada Clarkson with a great look at the ramp at the end of, of the game that you know could have could have won it for us. So we put ourselves in those situations. Um, you know, in different games, we're going to have a good outcome. I think you know, especially because we're just gaining some really important end of game situation experience right now. Katie Garson, former guest here on the Jason Walker Show. She coaches the Capital Girls. Uh, you mentioned Jada Clarkson, and it's always nice this year now to talk about. I mean, we talked about Parkland Heller last year a little bit, but even this year. But then Jada Clarkson. I mean, there's a name that you knew, but I don't think a lot mm-hmm. of people across the state knew. And she put in 26 the other night, like you said, had a chance to tie it up or win the game. 
yeah, she's a, she's a fun player. She's really versatile. Um, you know, she's a she's a guard, but you know, we we've had her guarding other teams' post players before, and she's super physical. And um, but one of my favorite things about Jada is, you know, she's very much team first, and she loves when her teammates have success. And so for her to have the explosive scoring night for us. Um, you know, her teammates were excited for her. They were, they were, you know, she kind of got that momentum going for us and she just has the ability to be explosive at times. Mm-hmm. And as she continues to get comfortable at this level and with her teammates, um, I think she's just going to keep getting better and better for us. Um, but you know, she's a great kid. She's super coachable and she comes in with a great attitude. I mean, what more can you ask for a player? <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, she, she listens to the coach. What else can you ask? And she's a good player. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Basically that's, that's, um, okay, you got a little game on Thursday. Uh, you're hosting it. It's Crosstown. And it's not uh, – you guys have had some whale of games over the years, but this is one of those years that it's not a – I mean, it's like, you know, it's not a guarantee. You guys are going to have mm-hmm. a battle this year, um, and I think it's going to be a fantastic game on Thursday. What do you see? Oh, I think it will be. I think we're very similar in a lot of ways. Um, you know, we have similar players at each position. Uh, we like to run similar stuff. You know, we're big on just our defensive presence. And so it's funny. I think that in a lot of ways we're playing, playing ourselves. Um, so with Crosstown, you know, the biggest thing is just mental toughness piece and going in and not making the game bigger than it needs to be and not making it, um, you know, bigger than it really is and just going in and controlling the things we have control over throughout the game. Um, it's going to be a game of runs and, the kids are going to feed off that energy, and a lot of these kids haven't played in front of a Crosstown uh, crowd before because we didn't have Crosstown last year. Right. So we've got players that are going to have to take – or we didn't have the Crosstown fans last year. So having that experience for them, there's going to be some adjustments that go into that and then just kind of, you know, kind of slowing down, calming down, and, and playing our game. But, no, I fully expect it to be a great battle, and I think it'll be a really fun game for sure. And Helena High is a little bit like Capital this year, where it's any night someone can go off. I mean, you have an Alex Bullock. You have different mm-hmm. players that can lead the team, uh, not only in that scoring column, but also defensively, which makes it a fun matchup, I think. Oh, for sure. It's, it's, you know, you can scout and we can have a game plan, but if somebody else steps up and starts scoring points, then we have to adjust that. So a little bit like a chess match. You know, we mm-hmm. see, see what their first move is, and then we make our, make our adjustments based off of that. Um, shot clock introduced. Did you play in high school with a shot clock? I did not. No, nope, okay. I was in Idaho. Idaho was one of the few that didn't. Have it approved. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, but it's approved now, starting next year in Montana high school. How good is it for high school basketball in your eyes? Oh, I think it's fantastic. I think that it's bringing the game up to speed. Um, I think it's a long time coming, and you know, people argue, well, it's going to change the style of the game. And, you know, I was I sat on the MHSA basketball committee writing the proposal, and we talked a lot about that this fall. And I went back and I actually looked at all of our games for the last couple of years. And the boys, we had a boys representative do the same, and we both found that there was two possessions in like three years where it actually would have been affected by a shot clock. Um, that to me is significant. It's not going to change the type of possessions. It'll change the quality of indicate situations, and it's going to improve the pace of play, I think, just inadvertently. But I don't think that we're going to see this huge impact in shot clock violations that people are expecting. Um, and I do think that also provides a benefit for players getting ready to move on that want to play college and move on to the next level. You know, mm-hmm. it gets them prepped for that opportunity to learn what it means to play with the shot clock. And it's going to make teams be better at end-of-game situations where they can't, you know, kill two minutes off the clock. They've got to execute and and get stops on the defensive end. So I think overall it's a great thing, and I'm excited that we were able to get it implemented, and I think it's going to be a benefit to the players. Everybody complains about the cost. What's your answer to that? You know, again, we it's funny because the excuse or the reasoning behind it was always because the A or the B and the C school weren't going to be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. And, and we spec'd it out as part of the proposal, and, um, you know, it varies in cost, but it's definitely some, it's not that unreasonable when it all comes down to it. More of it, more you know, it's honestly going to be more expensive for installation in some circumstances. But the C and the B schools, their representatives all said that the cost wasn't a concern, and they've got members of the community that were willing to step up and sponsor these and you know help support this. So there will definitely be some schools that struggle with that piece and and you know have to figure out to be able to finance it. Um, we just didn't hear that consistently from other coaches across the state when we were working on this 
you know, this kind of effort to see, is this something that could be implemented? And not only implemented at the AA, but all the way down to the B schools and the C schools, and can they feasibly afford to do it? Well, I think you're going to see somebody like a, maybe a Northwest Energy, which already sponsors high school sports mm-hmm. immensely. Um, somebody like that's going to step forward, I think, for that yeah. opening and, and really help out, especially those, those smaller schools, and say, look, yeah. here's a grant, here's money, go get it, and we'll donate. Just put our name on the, on the thing. I mean, it's not a big yep. deal if you look at it that way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, um, you know, that was, that was fairly consistent with what we heard. And so we looked into the cost and then what will it actually do to affect the style and the play of the game as, as that was getting developed. And I think that, um, there, yeah, there, there could, we could see something from that, but I, I still think that the benefit outweighs what the cons could be. I completely agree with you. Um, I got to know. So you watch film all the time anyway. So has your husband even seen you? If you were watching all these extra games and, and counting seconds and shot clock violation potentials, I mean, has he, have you guys, aside from Hawaii for six days, have you talked at all in the last year? <laughs> uh, you know, it's in passing. I mean, we still share a bed, so that counts for Okay, oh, this is a family show. This is a family yeah. show. <laughs> But no, I mean we we yeah, I mean we interact, we eat dinner together. That sounds right. Yeah, but are you watching film while you're eating dinner? Sometimes. Oh yeah. my gosh! Um, I'm not saying that it's a healthy healthy addiction that I have uh, with sports, but no, it. he's usually watching his the Warriors or you know football or something. So there you go. Like I'm not I'm not bugging him to to the honey do list. If I'm watching film, he can do his own thing. Love it. Hey, uh, good luck on Thursday. Thank you for getting the shot clock put in. Uh, appreciate your help on that. Uh, media members across the state will thank you immensely when it comes tournament time because that's when we're all together and so. Can we please have a shot clock? Because it's worse at tournament time. It really is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so. definitely. Definitely. No, and I, I, I can't say enough things. I mean, coaches around the state really rallied and with their athletic directors, and it's been a long time coming. And It was cool to see the effort to have everybody come together and actually make it happen and, and also get baseball sanctioned. That's a big deal. Yeah, I'm. I'm a. I love baseball. It's my favorite sport. I'm a little. I'm a little concerned though. I have some questions on that. Um, umpires, facilities. How does it affect Legion season? All that. I have a lot of questions, Coach. I have answers for you. Oh, oh do you? You have all the baseball answers too. Okay, <laughs> we'll fire this off real quick here. Um, facilities. How does that work? Because a lot of the Legion teams don't want high school teams using their facilities. Just like the softball teams have to do it. They may have to rent facilities from the cities. Okay. Um, which is part of, in Helena, that's a problem because Legion and the city already work together. They do, but we also have some other baseball fields that would be available. Um, okay. There's there's two others in town that they could potentially do a lease, just like they do with the softball fields, at least at Capitol. That's what they have to do. Okay. Um, are there enough kids statewide? Because, like, you know, numbers are down across the state, especially like Helena. Well, especially in Great Falls. They barely had 26 kids on their team a couple years ago in Legion. Well, how are they going to fill two high school teams? you got to look at the cost to play Legion ball versus school ball. It's going to be cheaper. And so I think you're going to be able to actually get kids out that may not have the opportunity to do Legion baseball because it is more expensive. And so if it's a school sanction, you're going to be potentially be able to get more kids that, that are able to come out because it's not as costly as family. Umpires. We're already a shortage for officials and bus drivers. Now where do we get umpires? That's legitimate, but in the spring, we don't have as many sports that conflict. Track doesn't need the same amount of umpires. Um, you have softball, and that's so um, it's just like when you run two basketball seasons, um, you also have your wrestling officials during football season. You've got football, you've got volleyball, you've got soccer. So you're down to one sport in the spring that needs those, those umpires. Um, so now we're at two. So I'm not sure you overload the official pool quite yet by adding baseball. Wow. You really do have answers for this. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so you, I don't know that they're right. But that's <laughs> well, you, you answered some of my concerns. I appreciate that. So. Now you can go coach your team (laughs) on on the other sport of basketball. Um, Perfect. And then when when baseball season rolls around, I'll get you back on. We'll talk about baseball. But obviously we got to talk about basketball first. um, But we'll talk baseball down the road. I love this. Okay. That sounds good. Hey, good luck Thursday. We'll talk next week. And uh, congratulations on on just being you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. 
That is Katie Garson Forba. Love chatting with her, and she brought up some valid points with uh, with my questions. So I, I valid answers. I like that. Uh, there you go. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, ten ten Dearborn. Helena. We'll take a break. We'll come back on this day in history. Is on the way. We're going to talk to Brandon Day next. Helena High boys coach. Bengal boys looking good and uh, in a good position right now. How do they feel heading into Crosstown this week? We'll talk to Brandon Day next here on the Jason Walker Show. Hang on. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. This is the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back. Final segment on a Tuesday, Jason Walker Show. As always, if you miss anything, you can go to jasonwalkershow.com. That's where all of our previous shows are uploaded. You can also check out our About Us page, our sponsor pages. And uh, if you feel like helping out and supporting the show, we appreciate that as well. Donations always appreciated. Jason Walker show had a great time in uh, in in uh, Frisco, Texas, and uh, had a lot of help getting down there. Montana Football Hall of Fame, Big Sky Brokers, Overland Express, Speaker Sprinklers, Excite Baits, along with Pinkerton and Company, Combat Veteran-owned company out of Wyoming, Casey Pinkerton, a Montanan, makes uh, everything from wallets to custom saddles, all from American leather and all built to last. Check them out, PinkertonLeather.com. Use the discount code MTSports10. For a 10% discount at checkout. Well, there's a big, uh, it's a big week. You got Crosstown Wrestling tonight over at Capitol. Girls play at Capitol on Thursday and the boys play at Capitol on Friday night. And joining us now to talk about the Bengal boys who are on quite a roll as the head coach, Brandon Day, joins us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, Coach. It's been a it's been a couple of weeks. I've uh, I've missed our chats, but how are you doing after uh, picking up a couple of wins over the last well, hold on. I don't know why the video's not playing there, so let me try this. Weird. It's just you never know what's going to happen in technology, right? How about this? There we go. All right, coach. It's been a it's been a couple of weeks. I've uh, I've missed our chats, but how are you doing after uh, picking up a couple of wins over the last couple of weeks? 
Oh, we're, we're doing pretty dang good. I mean, can't complain too much. A little bit, but not too much. <laughs> well, you, as a coach, you always can find something to complain about. Oh, absolutely. But how important are those wins? I know that the one before Christmas break, and we mentioned the streak and all that stuff, but now you're you're winning in league, which is even more important. Yeah, you know, uh, especially a Hellgate game was huge. Um, you know, LI hasn't beat Hellgate in about 10 years. So, um, you know, to get that win to start us off uh, after missing that Big Sky game, um, you know, that was a good one for us. And, you know, that next one had a little game after the game against Friday, along with some unhealthy um, athletes. But um, then we came back and got Glacier on the next Saturday. So, um, you know, two and one at this point is, is, is huge for us. And, um, you know, it's, we need to win the ones at home because we got a pretty tough second half of our schedule. Well, it's never easy in the West. And, and you look at the West this year, it's just, uh, you know, when you guys beat a team like a Hellgate, that puts everybody on notice. Like, hey, anything's possible in the, in the Western double-A. Anybody can beat anybody now. Right. And it's uh, it's, it's going to be a crazy conference. It's going to be a lot of that going on this year. So hopefully we can just uh, win the ones that we're, we're supposed to and finish strong at the end. Uh, tough one against Flathead, but you rebound and, and get Glacier, like you said. Uh, what's that say about the guys and their able uh, ability to turn it around less than 24 hours later? Well, it's huge to be able to move on. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot about next play um, and, and, you know, forgetting about that that last one. And, uh, and it was huge for those boys to, to come out and come ready to play on Saturday against a, you know, very physical, um, strong Glacier team. So, uh, no, it was big for us. And, and to have our, uh, you know, a few guys step up who didn't play as well on Friday night was big. <clears throat> Brandon Day joining us, Helen High Boys basketball coach. Uh, you got a tough one this week, Crosstown Friday night. Uh, but this one is more than just Crosstown. This is an early season battle for playoff positioning, really. I mean, uh, you don't want to look too far ahead, but with you guys sitting there at 2-1, and one, whoever wins this game on Friday night has the inside track uh, heading into that second half of the season. Yeah, and... <clears throat> You know, it's a, it's a good place to be for both of us. And, you know, I'm happy that you guys have the success they're having. And, uh, you know, we're we're back in, on the winning side of things. And, and it's a big game. I think it's fun for Helena, um, you know, to have two competitive teams. And hopefully we can, we can show up and play. Uh, what is it going to take to beat the, the, the Capitol Bruins, be that, that team that does it? You know, the biggest thing with those guys is they just they score, score, score so many points out of transition. Um, you know, Cook is so fast up and down the court. And, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like he had seven dunks. You know, a lot of that just comes out of that transition game they run. And so we got to slow that down a little bit and then not give them second chances. Um, you know, the uh, they all can shoot the ball a little bit. So it's just a matter of, you know, not giving them open looks and then not giving them second opportunities. So that's kind of our main focus with defense is slowing down air. Um, and then offensively, we just have to take care of the basketball. They run a, a nice little one-two-two trap and uh, cause some problems up front, which is where Cook gets a lot of his a lot of his points in transition. Um, you know, they just like to get after you, and mix up their defenses. So we got to take care of that basketball and cherish every possession. Well, and it's not just Braden Cook. You've got a, you know the Michelotti. You've got Hayden Opitz. I mean, this is a this is a well balanced team. Uh, how do you defend each and every uh, person out there five on five? No, that's just it. You know, you try to take one away and then it opens up another. And they're unselfish enough to where they they find the open guy and do a good job of that half of the year. So, um, you know, it's just you just try to keep in front, and make them take tough shots. Um, that's that's the main thing. And, um, Hopefully then again, like I said, once they take that shot, you can't let them have another opportunity because they don't miss many. Well, it's at their place, and it's been a couple of years since kids have played in a crosstown with fans. How much of a difference maker is that going to be Friday? Well, I actually just had a little meeting with my captains, and we had a little discussion about, you know, one of the keys coming out is going to be who's going to play with composure. You know, we have to try and settle down and play basketball. Because, um, like you said, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun atmosphere. But um, you know, can we play with some composure and not frantic? Um, and that's going to be big for both teams, I think. Brandon Day, our guest here, Jason Walker show shot clock going into Montana high school basketball next year. How? Uh, what's your thoughts on it? I'm excited about it personally. I mean, I uh, 
um, I run a lot of sets and, and, uh, you know, I think it'll fit in nicely to what we do, but, uh, you know, I, I have my, my worries. Um, you know, sometimes it teams take time with the ball because they're, they can't get, you know, good looking shots, but, um, I, I'm excited. I think it'll be, it'll be fun. Um, it'll take a little time. We'll probably have some ugly basketball from time to time, but overall, I think that it'll pick up the pace of the game for sure. And it's funny because I think two people aren't looking at this as it's going to make, you know, that fourth or fifth option on the team now become a better player because it could fall into their hands uh, towards the end of that shot clock. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, I think it, I think it makes the team better as a whole. Right. It does. It, it will. You know, teams can do, and it's going to change up how you defensively, how you you know strategize for games, how you you know what you take away at certain points. I mean, it'll it'll definitely change up the game. It'll make. Uh, they're not comfortable with them, and it can make it fun. Well, we'll find out how good coaches are across the state now, too, because now you got to strategize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely a different strategy. Uh, you played uh, college, though, with the shot clock. So, what, I mean, what can you tell the kids? Well, <laughs> one thing when we played, we, we didn't ever have any <laughs> – didn't have a tough time getting the shot off. <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that was never, never a Western Bulldog issue. Uh, you know, when I played, but no, we, uh, it's, it's fun. I, I enjoy it. I, I think it's a, it's a fun part of the game. Um, like you said before, it's, it's definitely going to add a little wrinkle into the coaching aspect, make it more exciting as well. Uh, also, I, I, I have to ask you this, you know, um, I had a great question in mind and now I don't, um, Wow, I just completely spaced my question. That happens, you know, when you're when you're when you've got a little head cold. Yeah, I don't have COVID though. It's not COVID. It's not the flu. It's just a head thing. So yeah, if I ever remember my question, then I'll ask you again. <laughs> Does it change you guys defensively though, the shot clock? Because you guys already like to slow things down a little bit, um, and and play a full thirty-five seconds essentially. You know. Yeah, I think that uh, defensively, I, you know, I, I, I like my man and stuff. I, it's kind of how I, how I like to play. Um, I don't know if it'll change much. You know, it might change, you know, if we press a little bit just to slow them down a little, a little more, just to take a little bit of that time off the clock. Uh, but, um, you know, offensively, I, I mean, every team wants to push the ball. I mean, I, I want to push the ball, but sometimes you just don't have the guys to do it. So, um, you know, I think that uh, – um, that's something that we'll definitely have to work on, and you know, I think I have some of those some of those players coming down the line, uh, you know, with old Ted and Wetzel, and, and you know, some guys that can really get up and down the court. And, um, so hopefully, you know, we can take advantage of that that you know that getting up and down the transition game. But right now, um, yeah, we're just uh, just about trying to get good shots. I remembered real quick. This is my final thought. Um, most of these kids play travel ball, and a lot of them use shot clocks in in the summers, don't they? You know, not in any of the Montana stuff. I don't know. Right. I, I would have to ask um, some of my guys that play on state if they I think that they do, uh, like when they go play out in Washington and stuff. But um, I'm not 100% sure on that one. Are you also a fan of baseball being added as a sport next year? Yeah, I'm actually kind of mad that it wasn't there when I was a kid. <laughs> Same. But uh, I, uh, I love baseball, but I quit for to play, the, play more basketball in the summer. When you're taller, it's kind of harder to play baseball. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm being a lefty, you know, and um, I love that. Played a little first base and pitcher. And, there you go. You no, know, it's a great game. I think it'll be great for the kids. Um, you know, give more kids an opportunity, but, you know, Legion is combined, Capital and Helena, so this will, you know, give keep more kids a chance to play and some of those younger levels, too. So, no, I think it's a great thing. Well, good luck on Friday night, and uh, we'll talk next Tuesday as we get back into the swing of things before we uh, get to the end of the basketball season, which uh, is going to be here before we know it. It's it's kind of sad to say that, but I mean we are, we're nearing the end already, Coach. I know. I can't believe it. I was just thinking we're almost that halfway point. Oh. Time's just flying by. So well, no, uh, it's fun. I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Good luck on Friday, and uh, we'll talk next week, like I said, and uh, get her done, will you? Sounds good, buddy. That is uh, Brandon Day joining us, Helen High Boys basketball coach on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. And uh, there you go. It's a big week in, in Helena this week with Crosstown coming up. And you got Crosstown Wrestling tonight. Man, Capital Boys Wrestling is uh, is pretty, really good. 
and it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to to see. Uh, to see. Uh, let's see here. Getting a couple of uh, tweets. I saw this tweet. I wanted to throw this at you. So Craig Haley, who uh, does a lot of um, FCS sports writing, um, that's basically he's, that's what he does. Uh, his preseason top ten for 2022 is out. He's got North Dakota State at number one. Why wouldn't you? He's got South Dakota State number two, Montana three, and then Montana State four, followed by Missouri State at five. Sac State is six. Uh, then Kennesaw, Southern Illinois, Villanova, Chattanooga. So NDSU, SDSU, UM, and then MSU, your top four. What are your thoughts? We'll talk about that more tomorrow uh, here on the show, Jason Walker show. Um, interesting, interesting. All right, uh, so there's that. What are we getting to? What did I have next? I think that was uh, still on the state in history. It is uh, January the 18th. It is uh, National Peking Duck Day. It is Thesaurus Day because William or uh, Roger was born on this date. It is also National Winnie the Pooh Day because in 1862, A.A. A. Milne uh, was born, author of the Winnie the Pooh duck, uh, books. So uh, that is why it is Winnie the Pooh Day. Just watched the uh, Winnie the Pooh movie with my little one over the weekend. She enjoyed it. Uh, 1896, first college basketball game with five players on each side conducted. Uh, let's see, where was it played? Uh, University of Iowa. Student-athletes from the University of Chicago were invited for an Eric's, uh, experimental game. Chicago beat Iowa 15-12. to 12. 1950, Indians pitcher Bob Feller went 15-14 and 14 the previous season, took a $20,000 pay cut to forty five grand. It was his own idea. There is not one major league sporting person that would ever take a pay cut on their own suggestion nowadays. Uh, Super Bowl ten, San Fran or in uh, Miami, nineteen seventy six. Pittsburgh beats Dallas, twenty one seventeen. In nineteen eighty three, the International Olympic Com- uh, Committee restored Jim Thorpe's Olympic medals, pentathlon and decathlon victories, seventy years after they were taken uh, taken from him because he had been paid twenty five dollars in semi pro baseball. Kevin Costner, happy birthday, Yellowstone, Bull Durham, Field of Dreams. Uh, for love of the game, Tin Cup, just to name uh, you know sporting movies, but Wyatt Earp, Dance of the Wolves. Uh, 1955, he was born. So that is on this day in history. If you didn't know, and now you do. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the Big Easy meets the Big Sky. Great beignets for breakfast, breakfast sandwiches. They're open 11 to 3 uh, Mondays. They're open uh, 11 to 8 Tuesday through Friday. Saturday, 9 to 3, and then uh, closed on Sundays. But uh, you can stop in at 625 Euclid and get unbelievable. A crawfish omelet? My uncle tells me crawfish are great. I have not yet had crawfish. Maybe I will uh, from Cafe Zydeco. But I think there's crawfish in the, in the, one of the things I get. Yeah, the etouffee. Yeah. Uh, you can also get pasta Zydeco, which is really good, which is has crawfish in it. So I have had crawfish. All right. Hey, uh, big thanks to all of our guests today. We had uh, a lot of fun. Katie Garson, Forba, Brandon Day, Steve Keller, the Providence men's coach. Tomorrow, uh, Alex Eshelman joins us. That's what she said. And uh, Thursday, we'll talk to Ty Ridgeway from East Helena Boys Basketball. Also uh, scheduled to chat with Jerome Sowers. He'll be on the road, so we'll see if that works out. The new head coach at MSU Northern. We are so glad to be back in the in the in the man cave. We're so glad to be back with you. Crosstown Wrestling tonight at Capitol. It's gonna be a good one. Get over there if you can. I think it starts at six. But uh, get on over to the Bears then. We'll have results tomorrow. Also tomorrow we'll talk more about the Craig Haley top preseason preseason top ten. And uh, if you missed anything go to JasonWalkershow.com. Appreciate all the support. We'll do it again tomorrow at four. 
Have a great Tuesday. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.